0: Hey, 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 I'm Michelle. And I'm Greta. We are girlfriends who have always been seekers. We love learning, sharing,
1: and most of all, we love having those soul to soul moments with our girlfriends. Our podcast is about spiritual connection and sisterhood. You are not alone. So grab your glass, get comfy, and join us as we make some noise, light up the room, and get, get into, into it. it. So last night was fun for a frickin' Tuesday.
0: That's right. It was a Tuesday, and it wasn't a super late night, but
1: we did pack in a lot of fun. <laughs> we had some drinks on a Tuesday. Shopping, some drinks. It was fun. It's good just to get out and have that that time with your girlfriends. And um, I think what happens, though, is we don't do it very often. So then when we all get together, it's like we all kind of go a little wild. <laughs> so yeah um it's it's interesting though being in my getting close to mid 40s and um alcohol just hits a little different i'm noticing the next morning how you feeling right now i'm on the edge a little bit and i think i had three drinks it's not bad they were kind of stronger drinks i know not bad I had one of each type, I think. Oh, a <laughs> i hit them all. Started with whiskey, then I had a little red wine, and then I had a dirty martini. So maybe that's where I went wrong. Um, extra dirty. Yeah, I think, you know, my mom taught me you're never supposed to mix here. And, and there's all those roles like wine before liquor, you've never been sicker. Yes. You're before wine, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> We don't listen to the rules. I know. No, no. I, I, ultimately, I think you just drink too much and you feel like shit the next day. Well, but I,
0: and when you're going with your girlfriends, right, it's like it's hard to stop. And then yeah. and, and you want to try out different things. I feel like because we're moving around to different places, too, it's like, well, I'm here. So I feel like this here. But now this vibe has changed because I'm in a new environment. So, I'll, you know, this is what I'll have here.
1: It's just a constant... I think it was the end of the night that got me, um, you know, our, we have a good girlfriend that's always like, just one nightcap, <laughs> just one more to finish off the night. That's right. A little <laughs> splishy splash for the end. Can't say no to that. Yeah. So this, oh, and you just, you know what? Like it's age too, man. Like I do not sleep well when I drink. I think that's a huge part of it. I'm up all night uh, tossing and turning. Um, and I'm taking my milk thistle. I'm taking my <laughs> doing all the things, drinking my water, and I just don't bounce back like I used to. So it's freaking hormones. They're just
0: they don't really give you a warning. And have you noticed that too? Like there's some nights where you'll go out and have three drinks and you might be totally fine the next yeah. day. And then other times where you do it and you're not. And it's like, who is messing this up? You know? know. And it doesn't even matter if sometimes if it's mixed drinks like you're hopping right. around it's so bizarre but I think it isn't I think it is an age thing
1: uh, and <laughs> I, the my face I'm like what the fuck happened to my face I look like I've been hit by a train there's no amount of concealer <laughs> that's gonna help this situation it's all just gonna suck
0: in uh. <laughs> the pores open up and just the moisture goes away yeah and everything just sucks in I know It's awful.
1: (laughs) I know my daughter's in college and she'll go out and the next morning she's FaceTiming me and I'm just like, oh my God, like just to be young again. Yeah, like you woke up looking like that and feeling like that. (laughs) Bounce right back. So um, I was out for dinner with one of my like childhood besties. You'll hear a lot about her, Jamie. And she asked a really good question. She said, what are the three uh, best things that you did for yourself? Like what's the best investments you've made for yourself when it comes to aging? And I thought that was such a poignant, good question. I was like, damn girl, like that needs to go on the podcast. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We definitely have to talk about that. Yeah. And, um, it was funny the things that came to me right away. Like like what? Well, I was like, number one, boobies. Oh, yeah. Boobies, definitely. Okay. Number one. you on that one. Yeah. Although, then I thought about, I forgot about the LASIK because it's worn off for me now. So that was probably the best thing I've ever, ever done for myself was getting my eyes fixed. I had horrible vision my whole life and it just got worse and worse and worse until I like couldn't even see the alarm clock next to my bed. And I remember when my kids were babies, um, I when I like just brought them home from the hospital newborn, I was so stressed out not being able to see what was going on when they made all those weird noises when they're babies. And I would reach for my, have to find my glasses first before I could look at their face and see if they were like choking or, you know, you're thinking of all those worst case scenarios when they're little newborns like that. So fragile. And I was like, that's it. I'm fucking done. I'm getting my eyes fixed. This is bullshit. And oh my God, that was a game changer. Just not having to put contacts in my eyes. I know exactly what I you're I know. You had it done too. Because,
0: yes. And mine was Way more recent, I waited until I was in my 40s, which now, in reflection... I was like, "What the hell was I thinking? I should have gotten this done." Yeah, a, t- a long, long time ago. But although I was now nervous. mine's worn off, I know. But you got a good
1: run I though. Did. And you know what? I would. I'm. I'm thinking about doing it again. Um, I'm. It scares me. It's. It's. It's they terrifying. Say you
0: can though. Yeah. Right. Um.
1: Yeah. I haven't. My eye doctor said I could. My optometrist did, but I have to go to the next step, and I haven't. I
0: done think you it can because I know when I went and got mine fairly recently, they did say that. Of course, because of my age, I won't probably have a long of, as a run as people who did it years uh, and years ago. Mm-hmm. But they did say that they can still fix it. So that's exciting to know that they yeah. can do little tweaks
1: now. I feel like the lasers have become more sophisticated. Yeah, the technology. Yeah, I'm sure it's way more advanced than when I did it, you know, 16 years ago. But you're uh, right on
0: that one in terms of being like one of the tops, I will say. And the investment wasn't even that crazy. When you look at how much you've spent on glass, glasses and contacts and solutions, all those things add up over all those years. And so I want to say I probably paid around like 5,000, 5,500 for both eyes. And I see amazing. Now my nighttime vision, I will say gets a little funky sometimes, or my eyes will get dry. And that's another thing about aging (laughs) that happens talking about the skin drying out lots of things dry out.
1: Ah.
0: So <laughs> eyeball's being one of them. Um so I did have to invest in some good eye drops.
1: But you know what contact lenses putting I have dry eyes putting contact lenses and it's horrible. But but anyways, to get back to the fun, juicy stuff. Yeah, no, boobies came to mind immediately. <laughs> and I put that off for like 10 years after breastfeeding both of my kids. Um, I just didn't feel very uh feminine anymore. I like really lost a lot of volume. Um, I breastfed my daughter for eight months, my son for six. And it was like, there was just not a lot of me left after that run. And I was fortunate. I had this husband, which I shouldn't even say fortunate. I'd be pissed off if he had any other opinion than the one I wanted him to have about my body. Which was, but, you go, girl, do what you need to he do. He was always, no, actually he was like, no, I don't think you need it. And I love you the way you are. And which was lovely to a certain extent. Was he supportive though? He was Eventually, but I think his fear was, are they going to feel different? Like fake? Think back when um, in the early 2000s, when everybody was getting fake boobs, he looked so fake. I mean, we used to call them bolt ons. <laughs> and so I think I even had a stigma around it. And that's why it took me 10 fucking years to finally do it. And like you with your eyes. You're like, why did it take me this long? I feel the same way about the boobs. It was like, oh my, I got very small implants, kind of just wanted to recreate what I had and um, fill them up a bit yeah fill them lift them lift oh I mean it was like life-changing my clothes look better I can wear a bathing suit without worrying about if I turn to the side my whole titty's going to be you know <laughs> little peekaboo situation yeah yeah because I wasn't filling out even the smallest bikini at that point point. and I was never a small small breasted woman I was always like a bee full B. So I did not want to go crazy with the size. But back in the day, that's what everybody was doing. It was like, you didn't get your boobs done unless you got a double D. Yeah. It's like, if you're going for it, yeah. go for it. And it was like, that's just not, I don't like what's going on now, but I don't want that. So then I had this girlfriend who I had no idea that she got hers done. And to me, that was it. I was like, done. I'm doing them. Who was your doctor? (laughs) I'm going.
0: Right. That's when you have to find out that information and say, I'm in 100%. And then share it with everybody, right? Like all your other friends who are considering it. Because I will tell you, when I first met you, that was not something that came to mind or that I noticed initially, you know? And I I wouldn't have noticed until you shared that with me as a friend. But no, they... Look very natural and beautiful <laughs> and fit your
1: frame just perfectly. And that's why I feel like I'm not going to keep that secret all to myself. Just like my friend didn't, she shared, you know, over some wine that she'd had them done and I was blown away. And it's like we need to have these conversations amongst other women and we share do. our secrets, whether it's aging, beauty secrets, whatever. Like, let's talk about it. Let's get into it.
0: Well, and what I love is that my story is totally opposite of yours. So this is what's fun about these conversations is, you know, you can help all the girls out who are looking to enhance what they have. And I can help y'all with the reduction portion (laughs) of it. So I was one of those girls that was born with very big boobs and so when puberty hit it was like oh my gosh what is happening right now and it was embarrassing so on the opposite spectrum it was like oh my gosh this doesn't even look feminine this is looking like i just feel like i look large and so i'd wear these like big you know t-shirts and nobody could even really see my true size because i was hiding what was underneath until i got to an age where it was like you know what This is bullshit. Like this is who I am. I'm just going to be me. And if I think that shirt's cute, I'm going to wear it. And if somebody, there's no way I can hide my boobs. There is no way. Like whether it's in a t-shirt or whether it's in a more fitted shirt. So why not feel better about myself and just go for it? So I again waited hell years before I (laughs) decided. Why did we do that? I don't know. Well, I think with a breast reduction, one of the reasons I did wait was because, and I don't know if this has changed. I'm assuming it probably hasn't because I just had mine done from today it's been about six years ago maybe oh, that's seven so funny mine I just seven years ago no way yeah. oh my gosh and we didn't even know each other at no, that time How so oh funny. funny we could have recovered together I know. so I went up
1: you went down yeah
0: exactly I could have just given you some of mine and we could have done something like that a little like trade-off
1: so, only. <laughs> it's what girlfriends
0: do <laughs> So yeah, mine were reduced a lot and I waited because they told me if I was going to nurse kids and, um, you know, weight fluctuation and all of that, that they're cutting through your milk ducts basically. Mm -hmm. And when I went in to do it, it was like, I'm not just going to have you reduce mine, but you're going to lift these things and you're going to do whatever you can to like construct them to be pretty boobies. (laughs) you know, because they just weren't that in the past. Although that is the one thing that drew my husband, not the only <laughs> thing, but that was like the, the first thing probably that drew. He's a,
1: boob man. <laughs> He's a total
0: boob guy. <laughs> so we also had to have the same conversation where it was like, are you okay with this? And yeah,
1: scars and
0: yeah, scars and just going down because I was if I was to be sized at, um, let's say Nordstrom Rack, because or not Nordstrom Rack, but Nordstrom Store. What I do do is I go to Nordstrom, I get sized, and then I go to Nordstrom Rack to go get my bras because <laughs> you can get all the pretty, beautiful ones for way less. But um, smart shopper, that's right, girl. Well, and you know when you're talking about my size too, you're not getting anything cheaper than fifty dollars a oh, bra and holy back. Shit. Yeah, and years ago it was like eighty bucks, you know, to get something that fit decent. So we had to have the conversation, you know, are you going to be okay that these are smaller? So I would was measuring it like an F and I went down to a small D now. So that's what I'm dealing with
1: here. And you look
0: amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, there are times where I feel like, should I have gone smaller, you know, I don't know. And, and I didn't have to have implants because I do have very dense boobs. So fortunately for me, yeah, that's
1: the Most people that get a lift have to do yes. a small implant, like they a do. shelf sit up, the girlfriends right.
0: that I know that have done that. You mm-hmm. have to have something to hold them up because, yeah. and don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't think I can just, you know, walk out of the house with no bra on because there's still a weighted and a heaviness to them but in terms of aging it truly has been something after I got it done people would ask me did you lose weight oh. and back to what you said about the clothes clothes fit differently um so many things that had changed I will also tell you there was a level of attention I used to get that has shifted a oh, bit interesting hmm so there were so boobs When you talk about boobs in general, there's so much to unpack with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you started out by saying just how you didn't feel as feminine, you know. Yeah,
1: I felt like I lost some of my my womanliness, which is fucking crazy if you think about it. I just breastfed two babies, and now I've lost my femininity. I don't think you can get more feminine than breastfeeding your child. No, (laughs) that's like superhero shit, you know. Like, you
0: just created a baby, you got them out. Created this life, and now you're actually keeping them alive with your body, and yet that's not feminine. No,
1: no, but it. it, I did feel like whatever I had had gone away in that process, and there's that kind of softness, and you know, I didn't recognize the person that I was staring back at in the mirror, and like I really struggled. I felt like such a hypocrite because I was eating really healthy and organic, and Doing yoga and doing all these things that were health oriented. And, um, yet I was going to go get these artificial things put in my body. So that was so difficult for me. I really, I think that was part of the, you know, process that, that why it took so long to finally do it because I struggled with that. And I was talking to a girlfriend of mine that went ahead. She was like you, she had a reduction and a lift. Um, and she was like, girl, it's the best thing I ever did for myself. And it's like, you know what? It's not something to agonize over. If I want to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. And I am telling you, like something I took forever to finally decide to do, it's one of the best things I've done for myself. And I think just do it for you. Don't do it for anybody else. I think that's the thing that a lot of women make that mistake. And they're like, you know, younger or maybe they do it for to get a boyfriend or I just think with anything like a tattoo or any kind of surgery, if you're going to make that decision, make sure Check in with yourself and make sure where that's coming from. I agree. When you do it with that type of mindset,
0: then you're not going to have a ton of regrets, you know, and you're not going to look back and go, why did I do this? And um, yeah, but... I- so do what makes you happy. I mean, I know. Your number one was boobs too? It was definitely one of the top. I don't know yeah. if it was my number one because once you start talking about LASIK, to oh, be honest with you, I, I was like, yeah. whoa. yeah, That's like survival shit, you know? I know. So for I me. Can see. Yes. Because I could not see the alarm clock. Mm-hmm. I was like that also. So all of a sudden a whole new world opened up and yeah. it's like.
1: What? This is Best yeah, thing ever. Best but, thing ever. But when Jamie Freedom. asked me the three things, I was like boobies. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. It that but so definitely one of the yeah. top for sure. And then it was funny cuz you got me thinking. I will say one of the other things that for me was working with a physical therapist on the whole like bladder issue thing. Oh. So for aging, yeah. And that was more internal. But girl, that's that's not like
1: plastic surgery stuff, but like you. But
0: it's life changing, though, because I mean, going out for drinks, for example, one of the first questions I usually have is where's the bathroom? Yeah, me too. And then it's like, I don't want to get up and leave the conversation just because I have to run and use the restroom. So started working with this physical therapist. I am literally doing a
1: Kegel right now.
0: You're like, everybody fine. should just stop and do a Kegel right now. I know sometimes we breathe together, but let's all Kegel it Michelle's together. always
1: reminding me things I forget to do. Breathe. Because yes, girls. Kegel. Breathe and Kegel. Try to do it at
0: the same time. See what happens. So that honestly was... It is an investment, though, because I have to pay this person every time I go in. But she has taught me some really great tools. Shit, I need to do that. Oh, And, and it enhances ah, all the sexual stuff, too. Yeah. So when you're thinking about aging and how that impacts all aspects of your life so not just the way that you walk out of the house and what people can visibly see but what's happening you know in your bedroom what's happening when you do go for drinks with girlfriends so working with her I mean literally she'll give you tools she gives you a massage wow internally <laughs> oh. in the beginning was a little like oh wait what are we doing what's I'm happening so <laughs> a turn? <laughs>
1: I wasn't expecting that.
0: I thought I'd just drop that one on you real quick. That's what I like to do. Wait, How much do you pay
1: this person? I know, right?
0: This is not my insurance actually covers it so you know it's legit.
1: But yeah, girl, I have to say, like that has been one of your number two. I would maybe drop it at number three. Okay, but yeah, not having to stop mid conversation because you have to pee. And you know what? It has happened to me at the worst fucking times. Like someone's telling me something traumatic and deep, and. emotional and I'm like excuse me I have to pee oh I'm sorry I'm sorry Sorry. this is really
0: drawing a ton of emotion in you but you're gonna have to hold that thought real quick thought or else you're gonna be watching me
1: yeah make a puddle (laughs) on the ground right in front of you create a puddle in front of you and this is another thing I like that I feel just like talking about the plastic surgery things or things that you know not keeping that from other women I think it's think it's so crucial just to share all of these things. Because when we hoard it and keep it out of shame, we're hurting our fellow women. Like how wonderful it is that we have a group of women, we all talk about the fact that we, you know, our bladders aren't what they used to be pre-babies. And, you know, the hormonal changes, I'm sure have something to do with it too. But I would say it's like 50-50. I have girlfriends, most of them that had C-sections, to be honest, that are, they can hold it like all day. They are totally fine. They are like a Lucky 20... bitches. I know. I'm s- I actually, yeah, super jealous.
0: And well, irritated. and I've <laughs> had friends who have done that like mesh lift Ooh. with their bladder. And I will tell you, one of my girlfriends, they did it too tight and she that, could you. not pee. Oh, like God. So then she had to go get it redone so that, you know, it can be at a, a nice, level and she can actually use the bathroom naturally i mean but these are the things that we that sounds awful have to think about through
1: this aging process so well and why the fuck isn't there more in just media um why aren't we talking about this as a society more i mean look how many women give birth have babies have bladder control issues after that and yet, I felt like I was on an island when it first started happening for me. You know,
0: it's interesting as you say that now. I'm thinking about even going to just, you know, basic wellness checks. They don't really ask you that. They don't. I've never had anyone say like, "Are you having any bladder issues?" It's like, "Oh, how are your boobs?" Make an appointment to go get those squeezed down like a pancake. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. how's your pap? Like, we need to get you in for a pap smear. So, and even at a pap smear, I don't think they ask you about no. incontinence or even just your how your bladder feels. Like, I don't like. Like it's funny because I'm not walking around just leaking out like that's not my issue. It's just this urgency to have urgency. to go to the bathroom like immediately. You need to drink something. Oh, gotta go. So, but I don't think they ask you these questions.
1: No, I had to bring it up, and you know what the response I got was? No, what? It was so annoying. So she says, "Well, just maybe if it's happening right after you have coffee, maybe limit your coffee and your wine because it's hell alcohol. No, you're going to hell? <laughs> no, we won't go." <laughs> That's not happening. (laughs) And she actually laughed right away after she said it because she's like, yeah, no, no one's doing that.
0: I have to tell you this, but well, and you know, I will be honest. So the physical therapist that I went to did give me a list of things that are bladder irritants. And so she did say with all the work that we're doing, if you're going to keep drinking coffee and wine now, what I loved is she didn't say, no, you can't have any. What she did say to me was just know that when you're drinking these things, you're, you know, there's really no way around you it. Plan ahead. You got to plan ahead. You got to know where the bathroom. You is. got, you got to know where. The, yeah, you walk into that bar, or that restaurant. Yeah. You got to immediately scope out the scene, like you just walked in. You know, as an uh, investigator, and go, okay, I'm good. At least I know I can go there, there, there.
1: I mean, yeah. I don't do coffee on long road trips ever anymore, unless just I want to stop five hundred times.
0: But these are like, this is our reality, I right? Know, and that, we're yeah. in our 40s. And I, you know, it's funny because I remember as a little girl, I think I was just designed with like, I don't know, maybe a smaller bladder because I would hold it all the time because I wouldn't want to miss out on anything. Yeah. And I find <laughs> I'm still like that now. Yeah. So then all of a sudden it, it is that rush to go. But there's definitely much more of a sensitivity there now than there was before. Yeah. I could hold it for a long time. Yep. Yep and not have an issue. And I know my girlfriends that I walk with always laugh at me because (laughs) we'll be on a nice long walk and I won't drink any water, but sometimes I'll have that urge come through. And all of a sudden I just got to like take a knee and I just go down to the ground and I breathe it out. And then I'm like, okay, girls,
1: we can keep going now. This is a good tip. Actually, everything in you wants to like tighten up when you have to go and move and it makes it worse because it is like this that the muscle contracting that makes that sense of urgency even worse. well
0: the you're right and actually that's something else i learned from the physical therapist is when you are tightening the muscle like that it's actually putting pressure on the bladder which is irritating it even more. So part of the exercises she even has me doing is, you know, um, and you do this at first when you're, you know, at home and near your, your facilities, yeah. but you walk around and when you do feel that that urgency, you actually work to relax and almost push out. So like yeah. the opposite of a Kegel. So that your muscles and oh my God, if you really like look at the structure of our, um, you know, yeah, the pelt, thank you. Mm -hmm. That word was not coming. The pelvic floor area, all these muscles that attach in there that go all the way down through your leg. If you massage some of those, you know, muscles just on your leg, you will find relief in your up in your vagina area. I mean, it is. Pretty freaking incredible. So,
1: yeah. Well, and it made me think about when you're having a baby and you have contractions they tell you to breathe and relax the muscles so it's basically like a contraction almost that urgency right yes it's
0: like the bla- that organ is doing the contracting but then the muscles we need to release and let go um so yeah so i mean so much so much also, great
1: information one of my other well she's your friend too she shared some we all have had lots of conversations about this so lucky to be surrounded by women that we can share these things. Um, She told me that it actually a huge part of it is mental too. Yes, it is. And so if you can m- allow yourself to hold it for that much longer, like you're saying, you have that sense of urgency and you are able to relax and you are able to hold it for a little bit longer and maybe a little bit longer each time. And that has really helped me. But yeah, it's in your head, too. It's that is (laughs) that's absolute truth. And then when
0: you think about muscle memory. So that's kind of what you're doing is you're undoing that muscle memory because we've spent so many years holding right when that time comes or that feeling comes. So now we have to sort of undo that. So you have to train your brain and train your muscles to make that connection. So so I would have to say, girl, pelvic floor physical therapy is definitely on my list as one of the investments for anti-aging.
1: And just, I know we're going off on this one, but I feel like um, during COVID, when every all the restrooms, you couldn't go into the fast food restrooms, I thought that was such a disservice to women that are in our positions that have had children. I mean, how many of us are out there? There's, I think there's a fucking shit ton of us. That was awful. It was awful. I'm- what do you want me to do? Pee on the side of the road? It was just I even had a guy that was closing up a restaurant and I'm just asking him, can I please? And he's like, No. You're like, well, then do you have a cup? Can you spare a cup,
0: please? Cause I need to release somewhere. Where's,
1: yeah. Where's the humanity for women that are going through this? And why isn't it talked about more? So
0: no, we should have special parking spots actually. Oh, now that I think about it too, there should be parking spots for ladies who have
1: had babies. Honestly, I would pay and have a car. Card that just gets me into like a special <laughs> little roadside restroom right. but you have to have a card like it's totally. be maybe we just
0: thought of something maybe okay.
1: invention <laughs> oh my gosh what I are know. we gonna call it and it, it's funny that's because- my girl restroom yeah. stop <laughs> that's right
0: we're your girls we're trying to hook you all up right now okay go to the gofundme page and we'll get this thing started
1: this is some bullshit <laughs> And it you is don't have, have access bullshit. to bathrooms whenever you need to go.
0: I want emergency access. I, I want,
1: wanna, want mm-hmm. <laughs> emergency access yes. all the time. Put that on your ballot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm so writing that in next time.
1: <laughs> I am fired up right now. We're going to go stand in front of the
0: library. So if anyone else wants to be part of this movement, just come join us. We'll let you know. Date and time.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. I just had to get that off my chest. So I'm, I'm, okay, glad. We, we can I'm move talking on. about bladder control issues for now. For now. I'm they'll, sure it'll They'll come. be back. Yeah. As they always are.
0: <laughs> so what else? What else was one of I your top...
1: My number two trying to think of how I said it in order to her uh was I'm pretty sure it was teeth um I did Invisalign I had one like fucked up um I called it my the it? snaggle tooth snaggle tooth I called it my snaggle tooth it's on the bottom and it was one of those things that everyone's like oh my god your teeth are fine what are you talking about so but I'm like no but look <laughs> I have snaggle tooth and um that that was my whole motive for even going in and getting Invisalign and it turned out there was a lot more going on. So um, that was a great investment. Holy shit. Like looking back at pictures, um, I don't, it's, it's funny what your teeth, how youthful um, fixing your teeth. And can make you look like I just have it completely it's funny because I don't think anyone would know what it was they would just be like oh you look better like in photos everything like it's just a broader fanned out better smile so I highly recommend if you're even thinking about it and how great that we can just do Invisalign now and don't have to put braces on did you ever do braces I didn't so my family couldn't afford braces so I just got lucky enough that my teeth weren't crazy crooked um um, like the top looked decent, but yeah, it's it's a nice thing way to treat yourself.
0: Did you whiten them as well?
1: I did. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I also did Invisalign, and just like you, I didn't have you know a mouth of crooked teeth, but I definitely had some bottom teeth that were a little shifted and. I did the same thing. I decided, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go for this. I'm going to do the Invisalign. It was easy to do. I will say, I mean, definitely the whole red wine
1: thing was a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> um or darker drinks. Well, and I noticed you you couldn't snack all the time. You had to be really aware of what you were putting in your mouth because every time you had to take them out, floss, brush, mouthwash. Oh, yeah.
0: So you almost feel like, you know, hey, if you're on the a weight loss journey, maybe consider getting
1: Invisalign. <laughs> I mean, then. Yeah. Two birds you know what down. I would do? <laughs> would you do? I would take them out and like shove as much food in my mouth as I could get. I don't know. You like, were binging it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I got two minutes. What can I get in? If I'm going to take these suckers out, then I'm going <laughs> to.
0: I know because there's actually no classy way to remove
1: Invisalign. Oh, God. It's, do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Slobber like stays with them <laughs> as you're taking them out. Totally. Then you're
0: like, where am I gonna put these? Oh shoot, I didn't bring my case. You know, I have yeah. to shove them in my pocket. Oh. Now I gotta make sure I go clean them when I get home. It or was
1: wrap them in a paper towel and then accidentally throw <laughs> them in the garbage. <laughs> or that. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility, it but is
0: but <laughs> worth it totally so you're even worth thinking it. About
1: it oh my god fucking do it yeah Great. just
0: go I mean actually you know what's interesting is I still have mine
1: do you still have to wear yours at night I do I wasn't really thinking about that when I made the decision to do it
0: that it's I was a lifetime
1: have to Thing kind of okay retainer
0: yeah. Although I do feel okay, another benefit right? We I always like to look at the pros and cons of everything, and so I think wearing them at night though, if you're a teeth grinder, it helps with that because then you've got this cover on your teeth, so that's a good thing. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. And I was a teeth grinder and my dentist was telling me that like, that's a huge thing of what ages people is they grind their teeth down and it changes the shape of your smile, your teeth. Um, it's just not a good look. So, wow. so there's, there's other things and just mm-hmm. kind of the, you know, straightening
0: out the teeth. There's preventing them from having all kinds of issues, right? And I
1: think scientifically, when you look at what teeth represent, I think this is why teeth Mm -hmm. are such a big deal. Mm -hmm. They represent health, good health. Yes. So like if you go back to like what attracts you to certain people, it's like a big, broad smile is a sign of good genes and health. So there's a reason behind it. You're right. And I want to dig in even a little deeper
0: on this just because um, it's so interesting. There's so much psychology behind all this. I remember a girlfriend of mine in high school really just looked like she was um, kind of snobby and not very friendly. And so we knew each other kind of high and by, we'd have little chit chats and and years later, we met up somewhere and all of a sudden she became this, you know, really kind of outgoing person, super talkative, smiling. And I said to her, I go, how come in high school, you you know, were you just sad? Like what was going on? You didn't smile. And she goes, no, my teeth were awful. And I was so self-conscious of that. She's like, I've always been the same person but i just felt like i couldn't open my mouth wide and i thought how sad for all oh, these god. years you had to mask who you were because of that so i agree i think starting that young also right like mm-hmm. getting your teeth fixed it's it's just a boost of confidence
1: and you feel good and no i waited until i was in my 40s to do that <laughs> shit too god what is wrong with us <laughs> late bloomer totally and i mean you know again it's not savory
0: cheap but now it's getting you know
1: it's much fine. more affordable we developed character like my mom used to say <laughs> that's right it's all the
0: character yeah <laughs> totally so oh my gosh okay so this didn't make my list because i haven't done this yet <laughs> but have you heard of of a jachel what the fuck <laughs>
1: Is that what I think
0: it is? I don't know. What do you think it is? (laughs) Because I definitely think it'd be fun for you to describe what you think it is. Is it like a facial for your vagina? So I have to say, I thought it was that too. And I'm an esthetician. So you know, I'm all about like, oh, what's up with this whole facial situation. But it's actually not like the internal vagina it's the skin around it like your bikini
1: okay well that's actually what I was picturing I'm very visual (laughs) oh sorry I was going a little deeper than that (laughs) I'm like oh we're gonna like
0: really get into some like juicy stuff right now (laughs) do what you want with that well and then I found out that there's also something called a vajazzle
1: oh my god (laughs) you like bedazzle it Oh. Yes, yes, that's a hundred percent what it is. <laughs> I'm know. good at this game. <laughs> I know what else what else can we think of? <laughs> but isn't that hilarious? like this is a thing now. I've heard of vaginal rejuvenation where they go up and they like. I think it's like a layer. It sounds horrible. They lift, tighten. They do some yeah. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think they like, well, I'm not going to say because I don't know. <laughs> and then I don't want to scare people. <laughs> right. They're <laughs> like, yeah, no one's getting their clits cut off it, or anything it like that. sounds awful <laughs> to me. Ugh. But anyways, if it helps you, then amazing.
0: Well, and so let me say this about the vajayshal, which I didn't even realize, um, is really what one of the main points of doing it is is to prevent ingrown hairs.
1: Oh. Yeah. You know what I'm learning is that certain people are more prone to ingrown hairs than others yes and what a nightmare that can be
0: so how cool that this service now is being offered and and it is very similar to a facial I mean they cleanse the skin they exfoliate it if they need to really get in there and get some of those hairs out then they will um but it's a thing
1: right now well yeah think about it I mean you're single and you're like coming up on that first night with your guy, like you don't want any ingrown hairs going on down no. there. No, terrible. No. Is this like an anti aging thing? <laughs> Do they have like serums? That well, are so on that's and stuff? what I thought. I thought, oh, vajacial. Okay, yeah. we're
0: we're preserving the skin down there and we're making uh-huh. it all like healthy and nice. But apparently, that's not what the service is. It's oh, okay. truly about. All that sort of bikini area and just trying to keep that healthy and clean and clear mm-hmm. from breakouts oh. and ingrown hairs. Um, and, you know, so I used to see a lot of vaginas.
1: Oh, <laughs> do <you> tell. <laughs> I know. Hey, I know. One of Michelle's many other jobs. Possibly. <laughs>
0: So I used to do Brazilian bikini waxes mm. and I would do everything, like the backside,
1: the front side, the inside. Yeah. <laughs> all oh, of it. yeah. I've got I gotten a few done and I always wonder, like, does the esthetician like are they really just numb to it or are they like so all different kinds? <laughs>
0: In my experience, I mean, fortunately, the people that used to come to me, they're paying a decent amount and they're people that are typically very clean and very well groomed down there. So fortunately, I didn't have to deal with any crazy ass stories. But it is funny because the woman who trained me, she actually wrote a book. And um, I think it was called something like stories of a bikini, Brazilian bikini waxer. And she's from Brazilian. Mm -hmm. She call it the pussy. I mean, it it. was hilarious. Like I loved her, so she's got some pussy, like with
1: two O's. I like it. I'm gonna say
0: that from now on.
1: You have to (laughs) pussy. So her,
0: so she has some crazy stories, and she would do boyzillions too. So that's dealing with the males, yeah, the group, yeah, and that's a whole process because you know you have to get the skin really taut. So my husband was like, "No, no, you're not. You're not doing any of those." But from
1: the, oh, did you want to test your skills out on him? I'm he's trying to test skills. I
0: was like, "Hey, you wanted to be the model for the massage stuff, right?" Well, now I'm in esthetician school. We're gonna have some fun. He's like hell no, Hell to the no, no, no. So I've seen a lot of vaginas, and I will be honest. For me, it definitely became just the job. It's like I'd look at that area, and all I could think about was. I got to get out all of that hair. How am I going to go in? How am I my, going in?
1: I got to look technical. at
0: the hair growth. I got to see how the, you know, labia is like, you got to look at all the things because you got to move things around. Am I going to ask for some help on the whole? Do what, Can I do this on my own? One handed. There's a lot to think about. Yeah. Wow. So I will say, though,
1: I don't even remember what your question was, to
0: be honest.
1: Oh, <laughs> if like, I think you just answered it. Like if it just became the job and like you weren't really phased by all the different vaginas. Yes. So for me, and assholes.
0: <laughs> I know. Because that was a part of it too, okay? Yeah. And speaking from my own experience, I remember the first time somebody was like, well, if you go to get a Brazilian, you need to get the backside too. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. But I have to say, having a it nicely nice. waxed, mm-hmm. very exfoliated backside yeah. is pretty awesome.
1: I mean, I'm still a little like, I cannot believe I was like in that position and let some stranger do that to me. But yeah, the aftermath was great. Totally. Well,
0: you know, what's funny when I um, was learning about Brazilians, I was in school and so they needed a model for that. And I was pregnant and I'm like, whatever, this is my opportunity to just like get over all of that. And so I did it, which by the way, um, right after I had my baby, I also had laser hair removal done down there and was a model for someone practicing. Now that
1: That's awesome. was
0: really intense because oh. um, there was no, I didn't allow them to use any numbing cream because I was nursing and it was like, I don't want any of this extra stuff going into my bloodstream. But um, but I do think it's important to take care of your vagina. And I, mm-hmm. and but the, the interesting thing is as you age, your hair starts to thin out down there. So the older women that I would wax, there actually wasn't as much as the younger girls. So no, for me personally, it was definitely a challenge. It was not like a bad challenge. It was just like, this is my job. I've got to get all the hair and I'm not even tripping off of what else is happening (laughs) down there. So yeah, take care of your vaginas, ladies. It's importante.
1: So, the, I mean, you learn something new every day. I never heard of a vajal? A vajal, just this minute. A vajazzle. <laughs> and the Vajazzle. Wait, that's my favorite. I
0: know. <laughs> it just sounds fun. It's, it's a fun, fun word. You want to say it like a lot? Vajazzle. So I have a vajazzle party. Like what? vajazzle, <laughs> say it so many ways. We should, we should have a vajazzle party.
1: <laughs> I still don't really know what it is, but
0: sure, they're, they're literally they literally are blinging things out. Like I watched oh. a video where one girl was talking about you know going to be with a guy, and she just put his name down there, and it was all rhinestoned. And it's like again, it's not like in the vagina; oh my it's God, like my... right above. Yeah, remember back in the day when we would go get, um, you would go to the. T- booth and you get the Playboy sticker. It's sort of like that, but it's blingy. So you can do it on the side. You could do it, you know, on top. Remember, you could put that Playboy sticker wherever you wanted.
1: So it's it's sort of like just decorating the area. Okay. I'm liking where this is going. Like, see, this is when you've been married for a gazillion years like we have. I don't think about all this stuff. I mean, my husband's just happy to get some, you know, but how much fun would that be to surprise him with a vajazzle? I was just
0: gonna say, I almost feel like we should do this for fun. Like it, just go out, get it done and yeah. both come home to
1: our own guys. And yeah. Be like, huh, what's the reaction there? And we'll let you know how it goes. I'm thinking it'll go well. I'm like, thinking. I'm thinking. Think I have, yeah. This <laughs> a is a mission. little that <laughs> they will like it. Totally, totally. You got to spice things up once in a while. You do. And speaking about hair, mm.
0: let's talk oh, about yeah. the hair up there. So yeah, we talked about right the down it. there hair. Let's <laughs> talk
1: about the hair up there. Okay, this is also something that Michelle and I share very openly with everyone, all of our friends and anybody who asks or we both um have are, weaves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, yeah, I think around 34, my hair just started thinning out and it wouldn't grow long anymore. And I always had long, pretty hair. That was like, I don't know, part of my identity. And so when it stopped being that, it was like, who is this person? And, you know, I guess you can age gracefully, but fuck that. No, I want to have pretty hair. And it's funny because it bothered me more than wrinkles on my face that I was my hair was thinning. So, it's definitely that was my number 3. Um, I feel like the teeth still came a little ahead, but just barely. The hair is amazing.
0: I mean, you can do so much with long hair. I mean, even if your extensions aren't super long, but just a little bit of that extra thickness, making braids, putting in a ponytail, right. I mean, putting a beanie on and actually having like a good amount to That's just sort of like, point. you know, uh, I was going to say dazzle because now I've got dazzles <laughs> on my mind. I think we're not going to be able to just <laughs> rush over that. very no, easily. Yeah, we're coming back to that like a thousand <laughs> times. But like the hair that just sort of like um, just kind of flows over. It's just so beautiful. So with the extensions, that was one of my fears was once I go there
1: what's going to happen when I don't anymore? Oh, yeah. Well, I found that out during 2020. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had to, I was like, um, just take them out because I don't know when I'm going to see you again. And I can't handle having them really grown out. And um, I did eventually get used to it. And my hair was actually decently long, but it was just thin. Mm-hmm. and uh, But it was healthy still. And I was taking vitamins and using special shampoo I got from my dermatologist. That's another thing. If you want, if you're concerned about your hair, um, you think it's thinning, go to your dermatologist. I don't know if everybody knows that. I didn't until I started researching. So um I didn't I thought that was just more skin and your hair is connected with that too. So nails, so like hair follicles,
0: all those follicles, right? Like yeah. that's what they're dealing with. So would you say that's and that's a great point. Thanks for that share. Um, would you say there's kind of a usual process that people go through when they're deciding that they want to get extensions. <laughs> well, you didn't. You went right to the... <laughs> well, I did the tape-ins first.
1: Oh, you did. That's
0: right. Remember that? And I that was short-lived because I didn't like that shit. Like yeah. I didn't like how they grew out or
1: poking out of my hair. And yeah, everywhere. Like yeah, but I mean, some people love them. I started with the clip-ins. So okay. my sister-in-law got me... She was doing it and her hair looked amazing. All of a sudden, she had this long blonde hair and it looked so pretty... And I'm like, okay, it intimidated me at first, too. And I'm like, I'm not doing that shit like this. Just it's expensive. And no, I'm not starting something that is going to be I I don't even like um, getting my nails done. So the clip ins were great because you could just put them in right before you're going out and then take them out before you go to bed. But you go on vacation, you're swimming, you're so it was it was a good way to start though. It was nice to be like, Okay, I'm not gonna fully commit. I'm just gonna dip my toe in to hair feel extensions. Feel it out a little bit. Feel it out. Yeah. So I would say that's a great place to start is with clippings. Okay. Um and then I graduated to the tapes. Which, like you, though, yeah, they they eventually, like, grow out, and you've got all these little tapes sticking out everywhere, and you're trying to hide them. Well, and, and- if you have kids who are also, you know,
0: extremely aware, hyper-aware of their parents, that was – I just walk, and it's like, oh, mom. And they're poking at my head and trying to – and I go, okay – If this is, and I don't
1: even know that I'm walking around and this stuff is poking out like that. Awkward. Yeah. I'm not doing that. (laughs) I've even seen it on episodes of Real Housewives. I've seen people's tapes. No way. I'm like, I know. No. And you know what? Help your girlfriends out.
0: Okay. Yeah. If their tapes are sticking out, please,
1: you got to let them know. That's yes. not cool. It's that like is not cool. Worse than having food in your teeth. You yes. got to tell them. Um, so I love the wefts. That's been awesome. And I don't know unless something better comes around. There's all different kinds of wefts too, which I still feel like I don't know everything there is to know, but I really trust my um, hairdresser. She's amazing. And uh, I don't believe she would steer me wrong. So she, I feel like she puts the thing that's the best for my type of hair for me. Um, but I I love it. I think it was a total game changer. I feel younger, sexier. And um, yeah, it makes me feel cute. <laughs> I agree. I think you look very cute. Actually, you were one of the ones that inspired
0: me to do it because we actually went on a girls trip. And at the end of the night, I think you had taken your, when at that time oh, I you had showed you. Oh, maybe. Okay. And you showed me, but I was like, what? I w-? And then another girl we were with, she had her cl- And I'm like, what is going on right now? Oh, you Be surprised how many people, right? Aren't you learning? So many people have hair extensions. So many people. So I was like, that train, though, I'm willing to jump on just because it, it just, yeah, there's a vibrancy, there's a youthfulness to it. And I will say, like, my husband actually absolutely loves it. So he's super cool with me just spending the money on that because I'm also a pretty low-maintenance person. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, don't always get my nails done. You know, very basic with certain things. And um, the hair thing, though, I don't know if I can ever give this up. I know. like once you start –
1: things open back up you better believe I was down there getting my hair extensions. Yes
0: no they're awesome so yeah we're fine I'm finding out so many more of my friends are doing it um, but I but I think it's fun to talk about how people usually graduate to mm-hmm. that because not everyone's ready to just go full-on with the sewn ins yeah and I only have one row on mine I'm really nervous to get the second row I don't know. Maybe I'll play with that at some point. But again, its I think for me, it's one of those things, the fuller it looks, what happens if I can't sustain that anymore or I need to take it down? Is it going to look like I have nothing? I don't know.
1: Well, and to be just really transparent, it sucks when you're like, I would love to just wash my hair and not have anything on my head. That feels so amazing when my hairdresser does take them out and does the shampoo. I'm like, oh, I missed this. So that is the sacrifice, but I'll, I'll take it all day, every day. <laughs> you're right. It's funny.
0: Cause when I go to my acupuncturist or uh, yeah. the physical, um, not the physical therapist, but the chiropractor, I'm like, I can feel them poking around. I'm like, yes, I do have extensions in my hair. <laughs> so sometimes you just have to tell people that. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It's like, Oh, that f- sense of, freedom that mm-hmm. to run your fingers that way you know through yeah. your hair and have the massage on your head and you know what I've seen some guys do um some kind of like hair transplant type things that have been pretty amazing too and that for men also the whole anti-aging for oh, them my God. I got it hair really, is a huge deal
1: it is I mean they look so much younger guys that yeah that. actually my hairdresser is fully focused on doing that for men and women That's primarily what she does now since COVID happened. Um, Cancer patients thinning hair all different types of issues um but she makes wigs for men oh wow so it's like they can have a weave too wow. you know we get matching yeah <laughs> matching color <laughs> we and it's amazing the pictures she shows me the before and afters and how real these pieces look now and I think it just does wonders for I think at the end of the day what all of these things do for your confidence is amazing and it it makes a huge difference in the way you live your life and the way you present in the world and yeah if you can afford it and you can do it and it makes you feel better do it do it yeah <laughs> do it. that's my attitude I have no judgment on go jazle yourself a jazle <laughs> it up however you need to vajayshul vajazzle kegel
0: yeah Kegel, Kegel, whatever. Just do all of it. <laughs> do it all. Yeah. I Yeah. Anti-aging is always a hot topic. And, you know, being an esthetician, of course, everybody um, asks about the skin. And to be honest with you, I haven't moved into Botox or fillers just or Just going to bring up
1: Botox.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I do feel
1: like for some people, that is a top, top thing. Yeah. It's funny because it did not make my list, even though I do use Botox. I just don't feel like it actually on me. I still have a ton a movement on my forehead and I still get lines and the, uh, the lines in between my eyebrows. So the they're called the 11s. 11s yes. <laughs> I have very strong 11s. It's like an artist knowing when to stop. Correct. Not You know, maybe don't do that extra brush stroke, brush stroke, not breast stroke. I don't know what I
0: <laughs> Unless you just got new boobs and you
1: want to do that. Go ahead. All day long. <laughs> So all these little things, but I think like we were talking about before, you just share it, share it with your girlfriends, um, give all your little tips and tricks. We could all use that right now. Any little help along the way of this aging journey to just make it a little easier? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So thanks. I mean, I love how we kind of narrowed them down because there's so many things and so yeah. many different directions you can go. But these were the ones that we felt were really game changers for us.
1: So yeah, share your info, help your girlfriends out. Um, I know aging gracefully, it, it means something different to everyone. And uh, I just know, I think I've known this about myself since I was a kid. Like I'm just not going to be that woman that, you know, at Forty-five, fifty is like going to just throw in the towel. I'm going to do the little things that I can do. And with everything in my life, I like to find balance. So I'm not going overboard yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. I might. I might in the future never say never. I mean, in terms of like a facelift, things like that. Um, I think with everything, I've just always kind of gone with never say never. Um, you just really don't know until you're in that position in life.
0: Yeah, that's a safe place to just sit for a while and say never say never yeah. because you don't know. Like once those you know dark circles start forming or once those wrinkles start becoming really pronounced or the little lines around the lips become super deep. If you're not having that experience, then for you, you may think, well, this isn't the time, you know, yeah. but when you look in the mirror one day and those things start to creep up and become, you know, front lines, um, you might reconsider it. And if you can
1: look at, in the mirror and just feel a little brighter about your day, you know, Do why makes not? Do what feel good. Why yeah, not? I, and agree. I think, Yeah. Where people get into trouble is they're like, I would never get my boots done. I would never wear hair extensions. Well, <laughs> You might, and then you'll have to really, you have some damage control to do now because you said you'd never do it. So uh, yeah, I like to just live in this uh, space of not trying not to judge others and allowing people to do what works best for them.
0: Yeah. You always have to just be like, well, what if, Mm -hmm. you know, what if I did the hair extensions?
1: What if I decided to get the facelift? What if? You don't have to. And everyone is different. Everyone is aging differently. Like you don't need Botox. You know what I mean? I have another friend that does not need it. She doesn't need hair extensions. She does other things that are helping her journey. Um, so yeah, do what works for you. Do whatever
0: adorns you. It's more of the mindset. It's more of that self-love that you have And that confidence when you go into the world, those are the things that you should be seeking. And if that, you know, enhancement on the lashes gets you there, girl, do it.
1: That is a good point. That is a really good point. And maybe also pick up a spiritual guidance book that fulfills your insides too. And try to have that balance. Like it's the outside, the inside coming together to create the whole beautiful, youthful you. Thank you
0: for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked what you heard and were your girls,
1: please share and add a review on iTunes so we can continue to grow our circle. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at That's My Girl Podcast.